Welcome to AC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. I'm Laura. And we're here for another one because it may be stupid hot outside, but we're in a basement where it's nice and cool. Yes, it is nice in here. It is stupid hot yeah. out there. Uh, and I demanded it. I was like, it's my night. We're doing this. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that we're doing the basement because like, we shut the AC off too so we don't get the background noise. Mm-hmm. And I looked when I shut the AC off on my phone, like, whew, even with it on, it's like close to 80 upstairs. Whew. So I was like, yeah, it might be warm when we're done with this, but it is what it is. Coming into nighttime, get the AC back on. I think it'll cool down a little quicker. Yeah. and Sorry, I'm cheap. Hopefully it cools down while I'm editing. So <laughs> I'll, I'll edit down here while Laura's upstairs with the pets. And yep. We, life will go on. There It'll be fine. Go. Yep. I'll go walk them all and get it all taken care of for you. Sorry, kind of. That's okay. I actually, they're my therapy pets. It's good that I get to go walk with them and like marinating my thoughts out there yeah i i actually agree i like taking uh, shandy for a walk i we take her almost every day so it is therapeutic my problem with this heat though is i'm not just marinating my thoughts i'm marinating some other stuff that <laughs> just gets gross real fast and on that note so what else is going on this week that we can talk about that's less gross uh we got a cat oh do uh, we want to go to that first? i mean no i'm just saying okay. that's another thing we could <laughs> talk about but how about things that we have scheduled to talk about Okay, uh, what we have on the schedule today is spies. Why spies, did you ask? Well, because we got an argument last week where Adrian was wrong, and I said that <laughs> spies are superheroes, and we came up with a list of spies, and we decided to talk about Black Widow for our book at the end of the podcast as well, so Laura came up with the idea, let's talk about spy stuff. I was like, cool, sounds good. Let's roll with it. Yeah, I always love reiterating when, um, when Adrian's, Adrian's wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah. That, that's fair. <laughs> that's how we get along. Like, this is our one of our marriage bonds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no one else has said anything. All right, Jared, you've thought about it for a little while, or you probably haven't thought about it, but it happened a while ago. I haven't thought about it at all. Would you consider spies, specifically like James Bond, not all spies, but some spies, superheroes? They're fict- fictional spies. Are they superheroes? Not superheroes, because they have no powers. Okay, Black Widow. She doesn't have any powers. I wouldn't necessarily consider her a superhero. Well, I would Iron Man, though. Right, because he doesn't have any superpowers. And Batman. Batman doesn't have superpowers. when you can create, like, I think you have to decide if intelligence is a superpower, and if you can make your own way to be augmented, like, his suit is what makes him super, really. Yeah. Because, like... Tony Stark is not a superhero. But James Bond has all those gadgets and stuff that makes him augmented a little bit. And is James but Bond his actual name or just identity? from someone else. It's true. Yeah, I forget. Who's the guy who makes all the stuff? Q. Q, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, Black Widow his, isn't her name. name. It's Fox. Natasha Romanoff. So, Black Widow is the hero. I mean, she's on the Avengers, which is, by definition, a, a team of heroes. team. So. An- another thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm on topic, but off topic. But Black Widow... It depends who she's working for, too. Like, that was another discussion you guys started to tangent onto before. Like... Does it depend what side you're on? Since she used to be, what was it, KGB? Well, that would, I'd say that'd be more of a villain versus hero argument. Not necessarily oh. a hero or not hero. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just meant superheroes as spies. Like, okay. spies can be, like, non-heroes, too. Like, they can be super villains who are That's also true. spies. I mean, yeah, there are many double and, agents. Yeah, and... double agents, counter spies. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I still land I, on the James Bond... Is a superhero because how many we've seen, like, if, statistically, statistically speaking, and the 
quote lifespan that was of the original before uh, Casino Royale, where all of them were supposedly no, those are all sequential. All those James Bonds, all the different actors, still one quote character. That's pretty super heroic. Uh, everything else for the lack of aging that that he does, <laughs> but that's that's easier when you have multiple actors playing the same role. Yeah, another thing that I was looking into was a spy versus a detective. Like, what makes you a spy or a detective? Because I wondered, is Batman technically a spy? But well, he's the world's greatest detective. What, th- the exact thing I found was that, according to Google, spies usually gather intelligence covertly. Right. Whereas detectives investigate a crime and, like, don't have to be hidden. Right. Their identity is what they are, what they say they are, versus a spy is... Hey, Jared, I am Billy Bob Thornton. How are you? I'm actually Alex. Uh, it's a fake identity as a spy or a, yeah. fake, or a fake motive or ulterior motive that's a secretive mission that's betraying whoever you're, quote, working for to who you're really working yeah. for. That's what I would say a spy is. Um, yeah, but if everyone knows you're a spy, you might not be doing so great. Right, yeah. You, you are an ex-spy at that point. Yeah. Or also known as dead. Yeah. <laughs> or James Bond. Or James Bond, yeah. Because I think he tells everybody right away. I mean, from what we see, yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, so, Jared, you're still undecided? Or if I'm undecided. To, if you I have to choose argue. right now, spot, is, is James Bond a superhero or not? I think if you're talking, I don't know. Nope, you have to choose <laughs> right now. I lean towards no. Okay, you're allowed to be wrong. Yeah, I think I need to watch more movies because I'm trying to remember times when he didn't follow his, like, corporate upbringing. I think that he betrayed MI6, but I think it was worthwhile at the time. Well, and I don't know. I still use the argument of if you're still doing it, like, okay, I'm working for you. I'm betraying you like that. However, I am saving the world. Yeah. That's pretty heroic. Yeah. Yeah, if you're just working for them, it depends on your intentions. That, right. That's what makes you a superhero, like, your heart behind it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it, you know, whatever you you need me to do within my moral spectrum of, like, does it actually hurt anybody? No, we're good. Versus, okay, this will actually save the world. Well, I need to stop doing what you're paying me to do. I need to go save the world. I don't know. I think some of it can be also, like, there's, okay, they're all heroes, but I wouldn't classify them as super. I would classify mm-hmm. the ones that have powers as the super part. I'd say, I would definitely say James Bond is a hero. Yes. For sure, like that hero yes. spy, like uh, Black Widow, I could say a hero spy vigilante, not mm-hmm. necessarily super. Uh, I, mean, I go that's by, the way I'm kind of thinking. It, I go like by super, but just by the the odds that they should die so many times, but they haven't. That's yeah. pretty superhuman mm-hmm. luck. That's true. So that's a that's superhero trait or right, not not trait, uh, Abil- or Abil- yeah. uh, maybe they're force sensitive. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. I mean, they're all Jedi. Well, are, are Jedi superheroes? Uh, I would say no on that one. Um, but because they're heroes. No, it's more. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Until they turn to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Which happens a lot. Yeah, it does happen a lot. Well, in your history. You need to watch less Star Wars, then you wouldn't know about all the bad ones. <laughs> you need to close your eyes. And with the Old Republic of <laughs> Star Wars, there are enough of them. Like, superheroes are usually a rare breed, too. Yeah. It's not like, oh, in the Star Wars High Republic, there were a bunch of Jedi. So that's not really, like, yeah. you're a super, you're a group of super soldiers at that point, sure. Yeah. But not full superheroes. Right. At that point. Right. Like, Captain America, he could have, he's the, the, the first super soldier, the first Avenger, the superhero. But if that 
if the uh, guy who created him didn't die, yeah, if he didn't die, he would have made a whole army of them. It would have been one been, of many. Yeah. I mean, which, there's still honor in that. Don't, yes. Not to water that down. But. However, he'd been less special. Yes. Because he's less unique. Right. So. Iron Man, I don't necessarily consider him a superhero until he puts on the suit. Well, so, well, that's the difference you between know. Tony Stark and Iron Man. Exactly. Iron Man's a persona that they take, uh, even Rhodey took up. Yes. So Iron Man was still a superhero. Yes, I will go with that. Captain America is a superhero, but so is Steve Rogers because he still has all those powers and he will still go out of his way to help people. And he will still be a hero outside of the uniform. Yes. Not just in the uniform. Right. Versus Tony is pretty much just a superhero. I mean, yes, he does still inspire people with technology and, you know, making guns. Right. um, But his most heroic is while he's under that armor. Yeah. And James Bond, he goes on vacation. Yeah. You know, so. I'm not saying that superheroes don't take off their cape, but. But he's not on mission, you know. Once every, what, five or six years we get a movie, so. Well, and (laughs) look at the last couple years. Not all superheroes wear capes. Frontline workers were those superheroes. Right. The doctors and nurses that are, you know, working around. The refinery workers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm saying frontline in general, people that don't, that couldn't like, oh, well, we're shut down. Well, we're not. We can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to explode? Would you consider that superheroic? That gets tricky real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a trap. You can't say no to that, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, what they did was very superheroic and if you compare their skill set like the doctors and everything like that compared to me or any of us, maybe. Then you use the counter argument though of they're just doing their job though. Right. Is there hero heroism and just doing your job? Well, Sometimes, yes. A firefighter, yeah, it's their job to run in and save, save people in burning buildings. Is that, at that point, of, oh, they're just doing their job. No, there's still some yeah, if you look heroism at, yeah. behind that. They yeah. chose that job. But also, there is still, they are choosing to go yeah. into the building, yeah. yeah. I, I guess that's the the way I meant to emphasize okay. that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're choosing to put their life on the line yeah. for others yeah. at that point. So, yep. yeah, I mean. I don't know. There's multiple ways to look at everything. Right. It's, I would, I'm willing to say it's not a finite yes or no question. Yeah. However, I'm saying with James Bond, as many movies they made, as many times as he should have died. Yeah. I mean, just that sheer factor alone. Sure. Superhero. Agreed. Ah, you agreed with me then. I would agree it's, with you on It's that. on the record. You yeah. agreed. Anyway, Ooh, now that we killed 10 minutes thing. talking about superheroes in general and spies, uh, let's talk about some of our favorite spies on our list then. How about? I can still argue with you. Though. Oh, I know you but, can. But we... But in those aspects that you just described, I agree. Right. So moving on. Yes. <laughs> uh, to who's first? Uh, uh, Laura, it is your category what? that you chose for this theme. Oh, this is dangerous. So why don't you go first? So who's the first spy in comic books that you can think of that you want to talk about? Oh, okay. Way to narrow that down. Yep. Uh, a joke that I read, actually, although I think that it's a reference to a cartoon, there's a spy D, and it's actually spelled S P Y dash D, and apparently that's like the nickname of the Miles Morales character on some of the Ultimate cartoons on Disney XD. Like he's also Kid Arachnid, and like after they're like, you can't just be Spider Man because we already have this, so they they made that, him Spidey. Because that's when they yeah, have him as that, and Gwen is Ghost Spider, yeah, and then Peter is still. Spider-Man. Yeah, I think Ghost Spider actually named him from the couple things I was reading and trying to beef up my knowledge because it actually turned out 
So I really remembered this comic book the total wrong way. But I, I love to tell you guys stories about stuff that I, I failed at anyway. So back in the day, 2017, Spider-Man number 20, which also, like, side note, when you look this up on Marvel Unlimited, which I, hopefully it's okay that I plug them a little bit, but if you look up Miles Morales or... Let's see. No, I guess I was just looking up Miles Morales. It doesn't come up because it is just Spider-Man. For a little while, his series was only called Spider-Man. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't find these at first. So I, it, like The gap was this year is where he was not, not unlimited or ultimate or whatever he is. It was just when he was just plain old Spider-Man. Yep. So Spider-Man 20 and Legacy 232 back in 2017... He actually, Miles Morales, has this, like, identity crisis. He's, I forget what point he is in, I'm, I think he's still in high school at this point. But I forget if he's, like, a sophomore or a junior by then. But he's kind of like, why am I going to school? Like, I've got these powers. I'm probably not going to use my education as much as I'm going to use my powers to, to do everything in life. There is yeah. no longer a normal life I'm going to live. I'm yeah. a superhero. Yeah. And Genki says, you're right, like... Go out, do something cool, like, go live your life. Like, maybe you need to get out and at least take a vacation. Like, go go do whatever. I support you. I will find a way to cover for you while you're gone. Do what you got to do. You should go far from home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Genki's awesome like that, or Ned Leeds. So Miles decides to go to Tokyo, and he meets this character there who's in charge of the inhuman underworld Yakuza ninjas, which I don't think is their technical name, but that's what he keeps calling them. <laughs> and her name's Tomo, and she's called the Techno Golem. Her inhuman power is that she can, like, control technology from afar, and she can, like, zap guns out of people's hands and, like, force pull them towards her. And Miles meets her, and she's like, I want to know more about you, so come to this place. And her, like, little minion says, oh, you're going to need to... To dress up a little bit for this, though. So somehow, Miles is given... Oh, wait. Sorry. He gets a text message that says, go to this place and find this box. And he finds it, and it's this fancy little tuxedo. And it's got, like, nanotech, and it does does a few things, and he just looks like a spy. He actually looks in the mirror, and he says, I look like Idris Elba if he was able to be James Bond. Like, that's my crossover here. And so he... Goes to this club and fighting ensues. I forget why they actually even fought, but he defeats this whole underworld Yakuza ninja group. And it's funny, at one point, too, he, he like, excuses himself and he calls his dad and he's like, thanks for sending me this suit. Like, that's really cool that you did this. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I thought this girl sent him the suit so that he could come to her club. And then at the end of the comic, it turns out that it actually came from Cable. And Cable's like, we got to get him trained for the future. Like, he's going to be a great spy, blah, blah, blah. Nothing ever happened to this. Like, yes. in my mind. Nothing's ever happened to this yet, because it's the future. It's only six years ago. That's well, what I said. It's only six years ago. Okay. In the world of <laughs> Marvel Comics, that is like 90 years old. Six years? That's nothing. Especially when two of those was COVID-related. Oh, good point, good point. But yeah, I just thought it was really funny. In my mind, I think partly because this was so long ago, I was like, oh yeah, he went 
on vacation for a while. He was a super spy. He did all these things. It was like half of two issues, like the middle half of two issues. Like it, <laughs> it really wasn't anything. The middle of one issue to a to be continued or finished and then had another to be continued after that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So in, in my mind, though, I was like, oh, yeah, Miles Morales was a spy. We're going to talk about that. I mean, I, I ate a lot of time here, but he wasn't really a spy. Well, it, it was more about his dad was a real spy. Well, and within that, you mentioned Idris Elba, James Bond, and that's news. That's, new. that's news of this past week or so, where Idris Elba is going to be the new James Bond. Uh, after because was Daniel is Craig? Is still yep. a rumor, or is that confirmed? Uh, so I didn't, I didn't actually confirmed. click on it. I didn't actually. I don't click on it either. I I'd I, love to see that though. I, I don't know. What if you want to Google that while well, I can mm. keep talking? Yeah, um, I gotcha. But yeah, and Idris Elba being James Bond, next one on my list, or the first one on my list then is James Bond. Yay, you did do it. Uh, I mean, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking before, like, oh, did you do research? I was like, well, I can BS my way through a lot of this, so mm. let's go with that. Um, yeah, James Bond has been around in comics for about as long as they've been making the movies. They're like, all right, well, and the good thing and bad thing is there are a lot of one story arc. And that's it. There's not really a whole lot of contained, you know, connecting to tissue between each series, which is pretty accurate to most of the movies is they're yeah. pretty well self-contained where, all right, here's one story. We're done. Next story, next, next actor, whatever. Uh, sometimes they do multiple actors, but you know, it is what it, or multiple roles part of that actor, but usually uh, one or two and next actor. Cause you're too old or too famous or too unlikable. Uh, which which one's one that everyone hates on? I don't know enough about James Bond. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah. That I liked right. his movies. But they were campy and just so far out there. And he but was, but did you like the movies or him? A dork about it too. As an international secret spy, man in mystery, sex symbol, a He's, lot of that doesn't no, fit that. Yeah, I actually like Timothy Dalton. Is one of my favorite James Bonds. His movies were actually really good. You should go back and watch those ones. Yeah, there's only like two or three of them. It actually was our goal at one time to watch all the James Bond movies, and we have a good chunk we, of them we that we a, have never opened. We have a really good chunk of them. I just, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> hey, and that's why it was like five go years with ago the we Sean started Connery this. ones first. Yeah, but those weren't the first ones though. So like we we're our plan was to go at like as early like first Bond. Oh, was that? Uh... I. You know the original than Casino Royale. I mean, that was the Maybe. very first one, I believe. I was think Casino that's the very first one, and then I think Sean Connery started. Yeah, I don't know. So, but that—that's one of our missions, and like, all right, someday we gotta, we have not chosen to accept. We it. have to finish Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> and then Buffy, and then maybe we can get into James Bond stuff. It's, I didn't know this was our plan of attack. I, the I, things I, you I said, learn on I the podcast. Maybe. I said maybe. It's down the road. But <laughs> anyway, maybe James, still a plan. James Bond, uh, they've done a bunch of series over the years. Um, but I want to do a twofer here where... Uh, just real quick, I want to jump in front of you. Uh, he Idris, Idris Elba is um, in talks to play James Bond still. So, Not confirmed, but like, there's I mean, a bunch of places picking it if up. If he's in talks, which means they just have to hammer out how much they're going to pay him. Yeah, pretty much. So he's probably he's pretty much locked in at it. But uh, too far with James Bond, I want to also tie in with the current Alfred series. I know I've talked about it before, where it is he yeah. is it's a young Alfred. Where uh, well, I mean, it's multiple ages of Alfred, but the main <laughs> the main line. the main storyline is him with his female 
co-spy, whatever. And they're doing their thing. And it's while he's full secret agent working for MI6, I want to say, is the spy agency MI6. Uh, yes, sorry. Um, where he's with them, they're doing the missions, and... It's really cool. Really cool. I think the first half is in trade. I'm waiting for the whole series to be done before I go back and reread it all because, like a spy story, it is very thick, and I think it would read better in one sitting versus oh, I want to read this over the course of a year or so. So might have to take notes. Yeah, or just read it all at <laughs> once when it's done. Uh, so yeah, that's I want to say the current Alfred series and just James Bond in general. Uh, Jared, who is first on your list? First one on my list is Amanda Waller from uh, Task Force X and uh, Suicide Squad. She is the, I don't know, she's kind of like DC's super spy. Uh, she's kind of got, tries to get her hands in every little bit there. Um, she's the one who planted the bombs in all the Suicide Squad's heads and said, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to blow your head up. Or at least she had people do that. She's yeah, the one, she's the one who told them. I don't think she's an actual surgeon yeah. that put them in. No, she's the one who organized all that. Um, she works with different government agencies. She's all over the place in the DC universe. Uh, some of her best stuff was, actually, I think they were going head-to-head with Checkmate or working for Checkmate, one of the two. I don't remember which. But that was some, I, just, I remember like, details in those comics that really stood out to me so those were some good stuff but and yeah. live action wise we really haven't seen her i Other mean than in the suicide squad movies but even um, then it's very light i'd say we saw her more in peacemaker at least with her daughter being there like, yeah it brought more attention to her via yep. her daughter than anything and she showed up in smallville i believe okay so there was some good stuff with that um i don't think she showed up in the arrowverse not that i can remember You'd, but she may have. Of everyone in this room, you would know that best yeah. than either of us. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, our animals aren't reading comics. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. So I'll <laughs> forgive them this time. Or watching the Arrowverse. Yeah. There's just so much. There is. And Flash has gone downhill. And I hate to say it because I love the Flash show. But it, it happens. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that, Amanda Waller. Uh, Laura, who is next on your list? And. Just a heads up, I only have one or two more, so I don't know how far you want to go in on your. I know Jared only has one more, so. I kind of have two more, but I think I'll still try to. We can circle back around and yeah. you can finish us off if you want. <laughs> um. So anyways, uh, I, I thought about ducktailing, dovetailing uh, Jefferson Davis, who is Miles Morales' dad. Like, as I mentioned earlier, at one point when Miles got that suit, he thought his dad had sent it. And you might have thought, well, why would his dad send it? Turns out, Jefferson Davis used to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm a little confused about some of the details. I, I, I'm always confused. Maybe well, that. <laughs> comic books aren't necessarily known for their continuity. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, oh, this and then that because of retconning. Okay, here we mm -hmm. go. Yeah, but the, the gist of it is um, Jefferson Davis and his brother Aaron... They went to meet some guy named Turk Barrett, who for some reason is important. And for some reason is important. <laughs> yeah, that's the part where I got confused. Um, and because they like, said he's important. Yeah. Things went sideways and Jefferson and Aaron overpowered Turk's goons and like won the battle. But the police came and arrested everybody. And apparently... Nick Fury somehow was observing the battle and was like, this guy is good. 
So he went to Jefferson in prison, was like, I'm going to bail you out of here if you promise to, you're going to be working for me, but you're going, when Turk approaches you, because he's going to, you agree to work for him and you're going to be my eyes on his underworld dealings and let me know what's going on. And so that's, I guess that's why Turk's important, because Nick Fury was like, I want to know what this guy's doing. And later on, Jefferson ended up working for the Kingpin, because I guess all of Turk's guys got switched over to Kingpin's team. Eventually, he retires and becomes a police officer. But then, after he has Miles with Rio, and he learns that Miles is Spider-Man, he gets pretty nervous. And he's like, what can I do to protect my son? He goes back to Nick Fury and says, I'll do whatever S.H.I.E.L.D. needs if you guys agree to help watch out for my son and make sure that he's safe as Spider-Man as much as you can. So that's how Jefferson Davis was and became again a spy. All right. And I'm going to copy again like I did last time where I'm going to spin out of your list of things where I say Nick Fury. Yeah. Because if you don't know who Nick Fury is when she's mentioned, then that might not make any sense. But also, oh. if you don't know who Nick Fury is and you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not listening to the podcast, actually. Yeah. Uh, but sad. uh a, I can give you a quick recap of Nick Fury, where back in the day, he was Nick Fury Nick Fury in the Howling Commandos back when they did World War II stories. Um, and then they changed it, so his origin wasn't World War II, but instead it was Vietnam, or no. I think Co- they always- Korea or Vietnam? Well, I want to say- Possibly both. Korea. Because I think they only changed it to Korea. Now, Punisher, they kept changing it to whatever yeah. more modern war was. But I think the last kept with Nick Fury around Korea. I'd have to double check on that. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of times they choose Korea as a war because they admit that was a war more than Vietnam because that's like a mash trivia thing too. Okay, like that was actually supposed to be Vietnam, but they didn't want to talk about Vietnam, so it was the Korean War. Well, yeah, I, the side tangent: mash the series lasted longer than the Korean War actually lasted. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, it's in slow motion, something like that. Uh, but Nick Fury, where he was. You know, a soldier, World War Two. you know, with his group of soldiers and like, well, we're not writing war stories anymore and that's not really the cool thing right now. So let's do some more stuff. So, hey, we have this new uh, strategic homeland, blah, 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 blah. Let's call it S.H.I.E.L.D. And he's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's the director of it. But he's also kind of a spy because he actually there's one series probably 10 years ago now called that they did wheels within wheels um, where he, where we find out, Holy crap, this entire time shield was working for Hydra. Hydra was actually funneling money in controlling it, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out within that, like, no, no, that was actually Nick Fury. That was a, like a quadruple agent at that point that he was the one controlling Hydra that was controlling shield. So he was controlling it the entire time. So wheels within wheels at that point. Because he's actually the watcher too. Don't forget that line. I mean, <laughs> from a certain point of view. Maybe I misread that one. What What was that series? Good Omens or something like that? There There was a series where they discussed Nick Fury being the Watcher. I mean, but not like the Uatu Watcher, I guess. Oh. Because within Marvel, there is the Watcher, Uatu. And he well, he's a whole yeah. race of people are all the Watchers. Right, Sorry. but he wasn't that. He was still, yeah, he was the one. He's the, who watches the Watchmen? Yeah. Nick Fury, that's who it is. Yeah. That was that series. Even though it's a whole different universe, that's still Nick Fury. Um, but yeah, it, just the secret agentiness that he does, like, no, no, he manipulates everyone for the greater good. 
theoretically. According hopefully. to him. Yeah. Uh, depending on who's writing him. Yep. Um, where, yeah, he's in charge of it all. And in the comics, it's gotten messy the last, let's say, 10 years again as well, because they got rid of Nick Fury, where they have the Sam Jackson Nick Fury going on, which is actually Nick Fury Jr. And the old white guy, Nick Fury, oh, well, he's actually dead, but no, he's not. He's off on the moon where he is tied to the Watcher. Uh, where he's like cursed, like live forever, but he's like, all right, you can only watch, but you can't actually do anything. And unlike Watcher, who breaks that vow all the time, we're actually controlling you, so you physically can't do anything about it. Now, of course, comics they change that where he breaks free and whatever does does his own thing. But for the longest time, he was the head of Shield, the director of Shield, and the superest of the, all the super spies. Now he wasn't like a secret agent spy, but he's like, no, no. I'm controlling all the people that go go around, do this, that, and the other. Uh, Agent 13, which is, oh, what's her name? Something Carter. Carter. Uh, Sharon Sharon, Carter. yes. Yes. Yeah. Because Peggy Carter was the aunt. Yep. Where uh, Sharon fell in love with Steve. They're together, usually in the comic books now, not in the MCU, because that's a mess. Gross. Well, and he Steve went back in time and stayed back in time and blah, blah, blah. Or he's on the moon. Uh, yeah, he might uh, be on the moon. That, that's what they're telling the public right now. He's, yep. he's off on the moon. Um, he's over the moon for her? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. For all <laughs> of us. Yeah. Uh, but Nick Fury, he's in charge of all that. And one of his spies that he recruited is the Black Widow, which we'll talk about later on. That's why I said I have two on my list because like, it's Black Widow. You've seen the movies probably. You know what we're talking about. Former KGB recruited to S.H.I.E.L.D. and to the United States. And we'll talk about her first volume in a little bit. So that is the end of my list. Is Nick Fury and Black Widow within that. Yeah. Jared, who's the last one on your list? Can you take a guess? Hmm. Let's see. You told me earlier. Uh, It's on the list here. Uh, oh, crap. Who, I forgot I put it on that. Who? Yeah. who all right. Since you forgot. No, I, I know. Oh, do you remember? Okay. I remember. Okay, then. And it's Dick I... Grayson. <laughs> formerly known as Nightwing. Formerly known as Robin. Formerly known as... The flying Grayson. No, the, oh, and is, the the ward of Bruce Wayne. The ward of Bruce Wayne. Yep. Is um, he Nightwing now again? Or is yes. he yeah, still he's Dick Nightwing Grayson? right now. Okay. Uh, this one took place like 2014 or something like that. It was the comic was just called Grayson. It lasted two years before it came uh, came out as Nightwing. Again. It was after re. Um, no, it was before. Was it, it was before uh, Rebirth. Before Rebirth uh, it was. During the New, New 52, 52, they did the big event, Forever Evil, which is a really good event. Um, they kind of faked his death because they revealed who he was to the world. And um, so Batman sends him to a group called Spiral, which is a spy organization that's... Spiral. Yeah, Spiral. Yeah. But they're kind of looking into superheroes. So Batman's like, what are they up to? What are they trying to get to? So he sends Dick Grayson there to act as a, you know spy within a spy and stuff Which, like that that's also kind of a gutsy play like hey in a world in a team of spies you're gonna be a spy on them like they should yeah, yeah that, that's yeah, pretty they, risky it's a knew test of their spy like that but they were um it was the group organization was founded by kathy kane and i think she was the original batwoman back in the day so there was that link um Huntress was in on their organization, and uh, they were basically trying to figure out what this group was up to. So they were fighting bad guys and doing their thing while Dick Grayson was trying to uncover things. So he went by Agent 37 in that. It was a good series. 
Um, I like his Nightwing stuff better, but this was good. It was, I think what helps is, I think everyone knew this is a finite story. It's not yes. going to be the new permanent role right. for Dick Grayson. Yep. And uh, towards the end, um, there were like Harley Quinn, Green Lantern, Azrael, Constantine. Um, they were all like trying to figure out, okay, who is this guy with no face? Because spiral, they basically have technology that'll warp your face and make it a spiral. So you can't see who I am pretty much. So they're all like, okay, who is this guy known as Agent 37? Because, you know, things are happening, you know? Right. So it got to a larger scale and then he had to start coming back as Nightwing. So it was a good series. All right. And Laura, who's the last one on your list then? Is gonna end with Jessica Drew, Spider Woman. Um, I'm seeing a pattern between the scroll yes. that was spying on everybody in Secret Invasion. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I meant so, to write that down and the, I forgot. The scroll queen. Yeah, the yeah. scroll queen. That's right. I forgot she was the queen. That's I actually right. have never read Secret Invasion, and when I was looking over this, I was like, I need to read this because everyone talks good. about it. That was I mean, the I first really thing. That. that was when I first started reading comic books. Was during Secret Invasion. Yeah. yeah. That was my first intro. But but that might be our theme for next week. We'll have to discuss. Or not or next weeks. week, two weeks, sorry. Uh, sometimes I forget that you've got a plan, and I don't always know it. Yeah, I got a plan. <laughs> yep. No one can see your face. So okay. cute. But the real Jessica Drew as a spy, not the yeah. straw. Assumingly. Assumingly. Or yeah. she? Yeah, that side tangent again, sorry. When I was looking up, like, the list of, like, the top ten comic book spies... I loved how it said, like, the scrolls. Like, all of them are just one collective spy, according to the Which internet. is fair. I mean, when <laughs> your whole identity is shape-shifting into someone else, then, yeah, that, that'd be a pretty good spy. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so, I guess Jessica Drew's parents, like, lived on a uranium mine. So, that's why she got uranium poisoning. And like her dad, yeah, Jonathan Drew, decided, maybe I'm responsible for this because I chose to raise my family on top of this uranium mine for the money so that he could investigate um, genetics. So ironically, he used that on his daughter. Like, he decided to figure out if he could cure uranium poisoning using spider blood. And he thought he could, and he had to develop a stasis chamber, though, because it was going to take so long to administer the treatments that she was going to be dead before they took effect. Also, that's a lot of spiders. So, yeah, Yeah. if you're using spider blood Hmm. to be effective treatment to humans, either that's a really big spider or that's a lot of spiders. Or maybe it's synthetic spider blood. That could be. I I didn't read all the details on this. I'm going to have to get back to you on some of this. But so he he made the stasis chamber and um, left her in it. And I guess when she came out decades later, everyone she knew was dead. So she had to start over. And then when she actually got out into the world and, like, started making relationships, she accidentally killed her first boyfriend because of her spider blood. She, like, accidentally zapped him and used her bioelectric power by accident. And so people thought she was a witch, which I don't know what time frame this was in that people immediately got the pitchforks on her. I mean, she's been around for a while, so even if, let's say... If she was created in the comics in the 70s, that would track with like, oh, D&D is evil. So okay. uh, I, I can see that track. I'll Google when she first came out. Yeah, have fun. But anyway, so she ran away because people were trying to kill her because she accidentally killed someone. And she was aided by Otto Vermis, who I don't know who is, but he's told her, hey, you know where you can be safe? 
if you join Hydra. And the character Mentalo, who I think I've heard of, is a mentalist, like, is good at hypnotizing people. He also, like, force suggested to her, hey, yeah, you want to join Hydra. So she joined Hydra. But their first assignment was that she should kill Nick Fury. Who's heard of him? And she was like, I feel like this is wrong. Like, my gut's telling me don't do this. And I guess because Nick Fury was like, hey, thanks for not killing me. Now you can be a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. So she became like a double agent at some point. And she's also been a member of the New Avengers and S.W.O.R.D. And later on, she just became a private detective because the, the spy world got a little too crazy. Uh, and I like to say I was right by saying 70s. 77 was when her first appearance was. So Yay! Yay! I can act like I know things. <laughs> I, say, I knew she was in that old cartoon. That uh, I can't think of the name. Spider-Woman. Uh was it just Spider-Woman? Uh, there is a yeah, Spider-Woman okay. cartoon. Spider Maybe that's Spider what I have a VHS tape of that that I've never actually watched. Okay. And I'm pretty but, sure it's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I, but say, she I knew also, there was a cartoon, but I thought it was like a team-up, like a Avengers. It wasn't called Avengers. Or, or, Spi or like Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Firestar, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, she might be in a team-up, too, somewhere else, but I know she at least has a Spider-Woman series. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, set as our list, I, there are many, 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 Many more spies and comic books. Um, I do one last thing I want to mention that uh, on the list when I googled it. Also, they mentioned Spy versus Spy from Mad, Ma oh Mad Magazine. Oh my gosh! I never even the gave them a thought. All black spy versus all white those spy. Were you know, those were comics. I yeah. didn't even yeah. think about yep. those were comics, or at least they were comic book panels. I don't know for well, this argument. Like they're probably a collected edition of Mad yeah, probably. So we'll go with it. Yeah, so, but yeah, Spy versus Spy. Like oh, that's that's on the nose. That's fair. Yep. So. Uh, so that is our list. Uh, we'll move on to this week's uh, books that came out Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. And I'm going to give you a warning, folks. This was a very light week, and we all chose the same things. Yep. I did not have anything in my pool list this week. Uh, but after this That's week, you sad. might add a new one, because there, well, there is one that you that yep. I recommended that I think you dug. Yep, I did. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off first with... Uh, Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty. This is Captain America number one. You may say, didn't we just get a Captain America number one? And you'd be correct, we did. We actually got two Captain America number ones before this. One that was a team up between him and Sam. The one that is Sam as, uh, I think, Symbol of Justice is the name of that subtitle. Something like that. Um, this one is Sentinel of Liberty. Sentinel of Liberty, which this is the Steve Rogers story, where it goes through like, okay, you know, what is it to be Captain America? This is yeah. what I've done, my, you know, between uh, fighting Nazis, the fighting Hydra, which is still Nazis, saving the world. You know, there at one point when I even gave up on the United States government, where I was U.S. agent even, and has he's lived a full life and then some. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, uh, I need a little bit of calm in my life. Sharon's off doing her own mission, so time to move back into New York in my apartment, middle of nowhere, uh, where he even acknowledges like if. Any, what is it? If any historian found, got a word that this is my childhood home, it'd be a museum. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, that was a lot of fun seeing him try to revisit his house. and That and it has him running around the whole island of New York. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Uh, he can do it in like 72 or 70 miles an hour or something like that. <laughs> All 32 miles. Yeah. Of running around it. And he runs around with the shield because it's not... Captain America wants people to see. It's the shield and what yeah. it means. Yeah. He wants them to see. 
Yeah, but he mentions it somewhere he can run like 70 miles an hour yeah. or something. I'm like, that's a bit fast for him, isn't it? Uh, but it's twice it, human speed. It tracks, I mean, to what we've seen him do before. I mean, he can fall yeah. off an airplane and not in the parachute. Yeah. So, uh, what well, I really enjoy is like the third page. Uh, he's putting his keys down in a Spider-Man bowl. Yep, I showed that to ah. her earlier. I said, I, that made me think of Laura. I'm like, ah, she needs that. We need that bowl for me to still not put my keys in because I don't pay attention very well. <laughs> If I put it where you normally set your keys, you might accidentally put them in the There's a better chance. That is correct. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's him and his group of civilians that are chatting on a, a radio. radio. Um, I forget what kind of, like uh, a CB. Uh, it's like a yeah, CB radio. Uh, is it ham? What do they call themselves? We call ourselves Radio Company. Yeah, where it's a bunch of- Just random people. Random people that are slightly younger than him, which means they're still really old. <laughs> yeah. Um, that are like 100, like he's, I think they even said he's like 120 or something. Yeah. Uh, because he was frozen in ice for a long time. But like, one person used to decode ciphers in, back in the wars. Yep. One person is a legit, like not, oh, you're so smart. You should be a rocket. No, an actual legit rocket scientist and how he relies on the kindness of strangers almost. Yep. That are hearing these codes on the radio and he has a mission to do. And who, who does he recruit? Bucky, of course, because that's what he does. Bucky's around, they have their mind working properly. And I don't want to go too far in because we get to closer to yes. spoilers then. Um, I will say the first page fell out of place until we got towards the end of the book. And they mentioned something. Uh, okay. Because I I'm, can, I'm just I can, like yep. this page... Why is there nothing to do with the story up until one phrase is said? Yep, that's so, fair. I'm like, okay, we're going into something now. There's, there's a deeper. Well, it would be the first page. You know. We can say it is the the forging of his shield. Yes, of Captain yep. America's shield. And why is that important? Yeah, and that's what this whole story arc is going to be theoretically about. Is the the actual historical yep. importance of a shield. Yeah, the shield is going to be. I mean, it's a character itself in a lot of Captain America ser series, but this one seems like it's going to be front and center. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, that is Captain America number one. Um, Steve Rogers, Captain America. I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah. And this was good. I'm I'm always a sucker of a Steve and Bucky story. Same here. They're such a good team. Uh, it just. It's like it doesn't matter what. Batman and a Robin story is, it's always going to be better when it's Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Right. And this is, I mean, it works so well with them because they they have the history together and they're both men out of time. Yeah. Too. I think for years it was always uh, Sam and Steve running together. Sam was the modern day man. Steve was the old school guy that was frozen. This is like, no, no, we both have a history. We're both top of our game, mm -hmm. but we're both out of time. Like, yeah, we, we have that mutual trauma bond of not being from our regular timeline that and it seems i don't know if it's the writing that's doing this but it seemed more fluid than reading a sam and cap it's like sam and cap oh they're good friends they team up but cap and bucky together is just and, on another level and and bucky is written more like an equal in this too he yes. is another super soldier now sam is a superhuman as well but he's not a super soldier versus uh, Bucky is like he's yeah. legit. He was the Winter Soldier, yeah, and that's not saying nothing. That that no. is a whole lot. No, he's not crazy. He's got all of his memories. Everything's going well, but he still has all of the skill of the Winter Soldier. Was Sam Wilson 
ever augmented? I thought he just had a suit. Yeah, uh, I was thinking kind of like an Iron Man thing ago, again. I, I didn't don't argue. I don't think he was. Ever, I liked. Arguing. I don't think Sam was ever a super soldier. I think he's okay. a superhuman. But and, I mean, and I'm using. Yeah. I guess I'm using his wingsuit as. Okay. For okay. So yeah, it's since the, we already it's the were suit, like right. like Iron Man, it's right? The suit yes. outside. Okay. Of him. okay. I, I think so. I'm not. I'll be honest. I don't 100 percent know. Same here. But I don't remember anything explicitly. Changed with him, I guess. Just splitting he hairs here, since we were talking yeah. about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, Calling so, you out on it now. <laughs> I thought that, that's fine. That was a fair question. Uh, so yeah, that is Captain America: Sentinel of Liberty. My only complaint is we have two Captain America books that have subtitles that are the only difference, and the characters. Like, there's like six X Men books. Yeah, I, I I'm still, exaggerating. I don't know how many there no, are. No, that's actually is well. It, I mean, if you count all the. Mm-hmm. Sub factors like yeah. Marauders and X Factor. Yep. You're actually low on the estimate of six. Okay. I was going <laughs> to say, I mean, that right there is the main, I will say it till I'm blue in the face. And DC does the same thing. I'm not knocking just Marvel, but there's too many X Men books. I mean, and they this... all tie into each other. I loved it when they did X Men Gold, Red, Blue, and, and stuff like that. But then they started tying in with each other. If they would have said, if you want to see these characters read X-Men Gold, you're fine just reading X-Men Gold. And they won't do that. Well, I mean, they do a bunch of Spider-Man books also. They do that. However, a lot of them aren't necessarily the same timeline. There are different. There's a bunch yeah. of multiple verses. Like, oh, it's right. a little side story that doesn't really have – it's not a main effector on the main gonna story. It's not going to tie in as much as X-Men books do. Well, and it, you know with this Captain America, X-Men. it may not do that also. Exactly. Uh, so – that's kind of what's one thing that's nice about this. It sh- it should be standalone. This is just me being the grumpy old man, like, oh, we don't we quit giving multiple series the same name. That's me being grumpy yeah. old this. Like, we don't. Why have a Captain America book and a Captain America book? Why have a Spider Man book and a Spider Man book? Where one's Peter and one's Miles, one's Sam, one's Steve. Just come up with your own hero identity. Yeah. Quit copying names, right. but yeah, or at least then later it's hard to find them on Marvel Unlimited. I, <laughs> Well, because they they kept yeah they kept changing the name within that series itself. Yeah, like I don't know. That's me being filters a with man. all their search settings. You know, if you search for Captain America, it's going to have to filter by these things, right? If you want to see the right ones. So, but yeah, uh, Son of Liberty number one. It was good. It's interesting to see where they're going to go with the Shield and, and the story with them and this new villain. This is where I'm leave it at that. Uh, Jared and Laura, what is the other book that we've really enjoyed this week? Laura? A Calculated Man. It was really good. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't write that part down. It was like implied. The uh, the tagline to this story arc, or the title of this story arc, is called Kill Them All. And it sets it up pretty well. It does. This was good. So this guy's got... Uh, Eidetic memory or photographic? I did miss that. Yes. That's what I'm going to go with okay. while yeah. I look it up. And Unless synesthesia. There it is. Okay. I don't have a copy of the book, so I can't look at well, it. Well, but you have notes. Yes. Oh, that, true. And you just beat, me, beat us to the bunch, and we've got books right in front of us. So, <laughs> But uh, he's basically a guy that's um, in witness protection, kind of. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the mob's after him, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, because he remembers everything. 
and it's got John Wick vibes. He's got, there's this one mob family that is uh, in power right now because the of keys. the stuff he did to get out. So there's two main mob families, the Keys and then the... Van Dykes. Van Dykes. Van Dykes. Which, the Keys, they all have tattoos of Keys on their backs. Van Dykes yeah, always have the Van Dyke cool. mustache thing. Like, yep. I love how stupid that is. Yes, it's But very, it works really well. Very comic booky. Yes. I loved it. So there's cops that are, you know, talking about, okay, this... They're talking about uh, the the program, the the man. Well, um, and it makes sense why they're talking about it because yes. the one guy he's about to retire. So like, here's the I'm passing the case file on to you. Yes, here's his this guy's deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't want to give too much away because this was really good. I this is one I I would really recommend picking this one up. It was a lot of fun. <clears throat> Admittedly, it starts out kind of weak. It does. Uh, I was. I mean, it's very the wordy. First uh, five pages, I was just like, "Why did Alex say this was really good?" It, it jumps around a whole lot of yep. back then and now and then and now. And but it is clear about what's then. It and does. Now. Yes, they I do. Appreciate very, that. They have great job yes. showing the past by putting a different filter on the panel. Of like, yeah, oh. you can tell when it when is present and when is past and everything. But once they get to a certain spot, you're like, "Oh, this is." So, but it helped all that stuff made sense too. And one thing we forgot to mention is with his photographing memory, uh, he cannot tell a lie. He's physically unable to lie yes. about anything. Yes. And that's why the mob hired him. Like, hey, uh, you're writing our books. Did you steal any money from us? No. Okay. <laughs> well, because I know you can't lie. Sure. Cool. I believe you. Like, I love that aspect of, oh, he has the superpower, but there is a weakness to it as well. Yeah. And it's such a simple, but like, oh, that could be bad. Yep. But he gets a tail one day, um, and not not fuzzy tail, but like someone following him tail. And he, you know, kind of, of co- glances. Of course, over he recognizes like, oh, him because that's so and so. And he's able to kind of get back around behind him and take him ho- take the guy that was tailing him hostage, puts him in his trunk and uses his cell phone to do other things. So when anyone pings the cell phone, it looks like it's yeah. the guy that was tailing him. It's just so Grant. many good things. Grant, thank you. There's so many good things in this book. I absolutely loved it. So. Yeah, it's very calculating. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and one little thing I really enjoyed. I love when they do little things at the end of the book. This one did a really good. good job of the, the cell phone. The cell phone with his dating service yes. that he was on, like it was like oh, a Hitch.com or whatever app where it has a bunch of different conversations that they're talking through, and he's like, "Oh, random person talks about this. Nope, disconnects. Yep. Random person about that." Disconnect. I love the one he his first message to this person is do not contact me again. <laughs> you know, and, and it just, just so it works out. Things. And when the story is like, oh, I have this girlfriend, you know, have met in person, and we see him meeting the girlfriend on this, mm-hmm. and or at least interacting with her, and it was cool. It was mm-hmm. weird, but it was cool. Another side note on this: um, the artist Albuquerque. I thought it was the artist. Yep. Um, he actually worked on a bunch of Spider-Man stuff too. He's oh, like a web cool. of Spider-Man and some other things. It says it in the very back page. Okay. I'd say it looked like it was like, oh, this is like looks like a really clean artist too. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just going back to the subtleties of the flashbacks to the now, like, oh, the now is clear and bright. The flashbacks have that weird filter for which, whichever scenario, like, oh, there's a green <laughs> filter or a red filter or whatever to show this is, without it specifically saying Back in the day, now, back in the day, this did a really good job of telling the reader, this is not the here and now. 
Yeah. Although I think the narration also was the, perfect yes. for it. Yeah, the narration helped really well with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the one where it showed how well his memory works, like it showed one random day in his past. Where, okay, this driver is knowing this history, this history about this yeah. person. Like it and really the showed how much, eating pizza. how much information he's taking in and will never forget. Yeah. And that's like, oh, that's just one glimpse of one second of one day. Imagine what he does his entire life. Right. That's a bunch of information. Uh, so, yeah, it was my pick of the week. Sound like it was your pick of the week, Laura? Yes. Yeah, I only read two things, so it got to be me. <laughs> <laughs> In your defense, you had to work last night and didn't sleep much today, and it's a number one, so it stands out. Yep, that's what I went for. That's right. my my calculation. <laughs> there we go. If you're listening, I definitely think you should check this one out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I want to subscribe to it just because I want to see where they're going to go with it. Same here. You know what? Even if you're not listening, you should subscribe, people. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Don't listen to us. Just subscribe. <laughs> Well, listen to us and subscribe. How about that? Uh, so with that, we'll move on to our book club book of the week for the podcast. And that is Black Widow Volume 1, The Ties That Bind. If you don't want spoilers on this or don't care about it and you want to know what we're talking about next week, next week we'll be talking about Lady Mechanica Volume 1. That covers issues 0 through 5, I believe. Let me pull it up real quick. If I can find that. Yeah, I'm just, there it is. Uh, yeah, issue zero through five. Uh, it's been a series that's been on the shelf for a while. There was a free comic book day issue that came out this week, or this week, this year. And Adrian's mm-hmm. like, let's talk about that one. Cool enough. We can talk about That'll that work. one then. Uh, I've never read that before. So. Neither have I. So this will give us an excuse, and hopefully it's better than Transformers. <laughs> that's right. I keep digging that wound, or putting salt in that wound. Uh, so in the meantime, Black, Black Widow... Widow. Volume one of the current series, uh, thoughts and opinions on this overall. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was a good self-contained story. Yeah. It made sense eventually. Um, it was yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I liked the eventually because it was, that was probably the mystery that the, it was not mm-hmm. supposed to make sense. Yeah. It was a good like, oh, I don't know what's going on because they think I'm dumber or they think I'm smarter than I am. But no, it's intentionally a... Here's a mystery for you. Yeah, it's a slow build. Um, I caught the first three or four issues of this, but I didn't really care for it as much then. But it reads so much better in trade as one sitting so you can get the complete story and you're not – I don't know. It just felt off in single issues compared to this. Yeah, I know what we talked about the first issue when it first came out. Like, oh. The first issue was very intriguing. Well, they were like, why is she working for this construction company? Jared and I mistakenly said, oh, she's acting like a secretary. No, she's actually the, the, the building right. planner. yeah. The designer and everything. Yep. Yeah, I was all girl power on you guys. Yep. <laughs> uh, we were wrong. We, yeah, we, we were dead We wrong mistook it. Um, but it was, it's really cool to see her, you know, doing her awesome spiness. And then, like, it's, it's, I love how it starts with a random job. Like, okay, break into this place, see nothing. Doesn't really matter. And there's drama between her and Hawkeye. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's drama. It is what it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom, jump to three months later. She's this whole new person. She's a, she is a wife and a mother that does other things, but doesn't like she has this hit memory, but not full on. Like she's, yeah, she wakes up like it's like muscle memory. Right. Yeah. She's, right. Day, she's daydreaming, thinking about this motorcycle or whatever, then looks down. Why am I making a bomb out of the smoke detector? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. What just happened? <laughs> yep. But I liked how it also kept in character with, uh, Hawkeye and everything. Uh, he's watching TV and watching a news article on a motorcycle, and she walks by the camera. 
you know, and, and he's, he's like, wait, like, what? Oh, there she is. You know, she wouldn't do that. Surprised. Like that's her. She's been missing for a while. And usually she's undercover on a mission, whatever it is, what it is, but she shouldn't be just blatantly walking in front of a camera. Like, yeah, this. that's yeah. not her. Yeah. Yep. That's not a mistake. That's so, non purpose. Yeah. So he takes a picture of his TV and sends it to Bucky. And he's like, yeah, leave me alone. Then he called him back. Like, wait, what, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> and they know this is something like she's been missing. We haven't, I haven't yeah, you ever heard months. from her? I haven't heard from yep. her. What's going on? We need to investigate. Yep. So they were able to track her down and they're like, okay, there's, you know, hiding in the bushes with binoculars. And she's like, they're all just sitting there like, what is she doing? She's like married and has kids. What do we do? <laughs> and uh, Clint steals a piece of hair from the child. Like, no, no, it's genetically, it's no. her. Elena does. Or I thought. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Bucky uh, stole it. No, uh, they got the hair from her to make sure it was her. Yeah. Um, Elena got the hair from the dad and the kid and matched that's it. That's right. Says, yeah, that's her kid. They, that's right. It was yeah. a okay. group effort where. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the secret lab they send all their stuff to. Eh, it doesn't matter. They got the kind of yeah. connections. Yeah. When it comes to genetic testing, that's not. Yeah. They did yeah. on The Simpsons. Come on. I mean, shoot, they do it on Maury five days a week or whatever. You <laughs> yeah. are the father. Uh, do they uh, still do that? I I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'm proud that I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they find out, yes, the child is theirs. It is aged up appropriately to be, what, three years old, something five like years that, old, yeah. something. I don't, I'm not good with age. Toddler. Yeah. Um, and you find out that there's this whole group of villains that hired arcade to set up this thing and it does not end well for them because they do villainous things and yep. i don't know i feel like i'm rushing through it, but if you read it you read it if you didn't yeah there's a lot of action that takes place though it's there hard is. to articulate without yep. diving really deep into this yeah they're going to this fancy thing and they're all like in dressed up and uh one of the scenes she there's someone screaming for help down an alley Someone's getting beat up, mugged by and she muscle, five of them. Muscle, muscle memory and beats the living yep. snot out of all of them and saves the person. Yep. And then she calls 911 like it was nothing. Well, then she goes <laughs> back home, finds out someone broke in her house. Then she realizes, wait, how can I tell that someone broke in the house? Yeah. And goes full nothing... on combat. And after the combat, she's like, wait, how, how do I do this? Uh, I like the one. So specifically the part's like, oh, someone broke in something. Something's wrong. I'm oddly calm. My mind is oddly sharp. Like she's self-aware that yeah. she should not be this normal about it. I know. I just know something's not right. Part of me is screaming. The rest is coiled to strike. Like, you know, part of me deep down knows already dead. The rest is coiled to strike. Like she's ready to do a full combat. Then over the cross of a page, she takes out this squad of goons of just like random martial arts, flips, punches, kicks, like full on Jackie Chan level of combat with everybody using stuff all around her. Yep. Then she realizes, like, wait, what just happened? How did I do all this? And then she, they break the spell on her, which was a microchip that was in her neck that was supposed to kill her. She remembers everything and she's full on herself and does her spy goodness things. And blows up her own house. Well, and yeah. blows up their own house a little bit. But had to make it look good. Yeah. And last thing I want to say that really stood out is. Uh, when the villains full on came out to attack, they shoot her house, blow it up. Her safe house kills her husband and her child. They seek revenge on them. Then you find out, no, no, Bucky actually got them out. Yeah. That was just the cover for them to like, Oh, they're dead. They're safe, but he will not tell her where she's at. 
she'll never he'll never tell her because if they ever find out and if anybody finds out they're still alive and who they are they're a threat they're a constant threat and she still loves them so she can't for their own good she can never be in contact with them ever again yep i just realized this has a parallel to the x-files when Mulder and scully had their baby and then sent it oh, off to yeah. to be hidden forever Sorry. No, that's okay. That's a <laughs> thing that a lot of our listeners will recognize that I didn't get into X-Files. But that's okay. You're wrong. Uh, there's just so much things to watch. Do you yeah. already heard the list of things we need to watch? Yeah, I know. But X-Files yeah. should be at the top of that list. Is I, it on the top? I, I, it I should it. be. I did it by myself because I couldn't wait for you. Oh, we were <laughs> watching uh, Stargate. Stargate was more important. True. So There we go. I've been out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the whole story. And I guess it ends with a uh, widow going like, okay, I should probably, you know, they're expecting me to hunt them down and I'll let them loom over them forever. Now, if they ever get come across my way again, sure. I'll take them out then. But they know if I ever, if I ever come across them, they're dead. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I will kill they were them. Scared. I will yep. kill them all. And that's uh, a fate worse than death for them is knowing that I'm on the hunt for yep. them. Don't even walk by her, right. you know. Like, oh, yeah, I, I may not actually see you, look out for you, but if I see you, you're dead. Yep. I'm trying to remember the one lady was like Madam Mask or uh, one Madam of Web. Or not Madam Web. Jeez. Uh, Madam Hydra. It's, oh, Matt. Okay, uh, it's yeah. Viper, the head of the uh, head of uh, Hydra. Okay. Where, where she's like, yeah, all y'all are dead because you just, like, you didn't actually kill her. You just made her angry. Yeah. We're yeah. all as good as dead. So peace out. You're all on your own. Yep. Yeah. She was like, who? Like, we're supposed to be a team on this and we've got a plan. And someone went off the rails. And that wasn't my idea. I didn't sign up to get killed. Right. I mean, she basically makes the point like, hey, at this point, I'm we're just trying to outlive all y'all because I'll just, I'll point her towards your direction because y'all screwed up. And the longer I live, the better it is for me. So, yep. oh, well, if, they, if she kills you guys, it's, it's inevitable that she'll come after me. But I'll try to throw as many of you guys in the way before she gets to me. Black Widow's the bus. And those guys going right under the wheels. Yeah, they're all getting underneath the wheels in that one. They're all getting <laughs> run over. Yep. Uh, so that is Black Widow. Uh, one to five. One being great. Five being, or one being awful. Five being one awful. Five great. What would you rate this, Laura? Did I already mention the spider shoes? I think I forgot that. Uh, no. Oh, the little baby had Spider-Man shoes on in one of the scenes. Um, cause I was going to say, oh, it can't be a five cause there's no Spider-Man, but there was. From a certain point of view. Yeah. But I think I'll, I'll still go like four because no Spider-Man, but still really good. I enjoyed it. Jared? I'd go with a solid four. Yeah, it was, it was a really good book. Uh, this is one that when it first came out, we, th- I thought the series ended at five. I thought it was only five issue miniseries. I thought I was like, okay, it's done. This is a great ending. Whatever. Turns out there are subscriptions only after that, and I just never saw it anymore, so they continued on. Um, Life found a way. I'll give it a four also, because it does continue on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it had been condensed, well, it, it would have been better? Because well, it's, <laughs> it's not a one-and-done story. Like It's left enough for more. And I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's a character I typically don't actually care about. Same But here. this one, it made me care about her. Like, cool. I could totally see reading more of these. Mm-hmm. Arcade got to you too. I I guess uh, it, it feels like Midwest, so I want to read the whole series before I give a full grade. Yeah, that, because it does feel really solid. Yes. It could go really well, but it could also fall flat yes. if it goes for too long. Yep. Yeah, but you uh, only not. ask for a grade on this one, so right, you no, should yeah. just individualize uh, and that, it. And that's why I'm so I'm giving a four. I, I'm like, this is good. 
it wasn't perfect. There were some things like, yeah, it's a little weird. I would like to have seen any actual deaths happen. That would have been nice. I mean, for as deadly as she is, she didn't actually kill anybody. And as she has every right to kill them. She might have killed uh, all the henchmen. She killed a couple henchmen here and there, but uh, not, not anyone. No one named. I mean, yeah. they shot an arrow through the one weeping lion's eye. Like, oh, well, he's still alive, though. Well, they freaking shot an arrow through his eye through the scope, which looked cool. Great on yeah. you, Hawkeye. Um, but, like, they still, no one, none of the main villains actually died. Yeah. Like, well, I get that there's a whole list of them, you know, the whole group that was in there. It should be, like, Eventually, at least one of the main villains could have died. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Instead, nope, just random, nameless henchmen. Yep. She could go kill Bill style on him the rest of the series. Potentially, but it should have started with one. At least the guy that shot the arrow through the face or the, the two that they blew up in her safe house. One of them could have died. But like, no, the people that we trapped in that room and blew it up, they still survived. The person we shot in the face with an arrow, they still survived. Like, eh, they're still mm. all out there. Do you really want your heroes to be murderers, though? Uh, sometimes. I mean, just checking. It makes, uh, yeah. It would have been justified in this book. It would have been perfectly justified. Yeah, of like, oh, you tried to kill me and my family. Uh, you're dead. So, but yeah, I get a four out of five. I really enjoyed it. As a casual fan, definitely enjoy it. So I think anybody that comes in, like, hey, Black Widow movie, enjoyed it. What should I read? Easily this one. Yep. Or. I'm for the MCU in general. What should I read? Well, this is a great beginning for this. Yeah. Although I'm trying to remember, didn't they mention wasn't... Oh, shoot, I'm forgetting the guy's name. Sorry I didn't take good notes on this. The character who's her dad in the movie, isn't he a love interest in this? Uh, The Red Guardian. Yeah. Uh, He's not really a love interest. I mean, he saves her. Like, at one point, yeah. one of the other, like, one of the supervillains shot at her, tried to kill her, and he dove in front of her. He was like, no, I'm sorry. The only reason why I joined them is because I knew they were going to go forward to kill it, do this plan no matter what. Yeah. At least I'm the I'm the inside man. I'm the spy that's watching these guys. I can try to manipulate them and yeah. mitigate as much pro- problems as possible. Yeah, I don't think I caught any romance between well, them in this. Not in this, but I thought they said in a caption that like he had had romance in the past. Uh, I mean, they oh, might, they might, I mean, they're both Soviet spies and like in the, mo- in the Black Widow movie, <laughs> they definitely aged him up a lot more than he was in the comics. Yeah. Found it. Russian agent, former enemy, ally and husband of the Black Widow. Oh. Okay. Husband I mean, makes it sound like love interest to yeah. me. Yeah. That, that does. You're right. Unless it was just, you know. Just for the job. Just for the job. Right. But that does make it sound like a love interest then. But Again, yeah, when I read that, I was like, isn't that her dad? I guess that is a problem if you if your only experience is through the movies where they made they made him the the, the spy figure, the spy yeah. father then yeah that is kind of creepy but yep. in the comic books I don't think yeah that was just in the well, movie obviously not I hope I hope you're right uh, so yeah that's why if you are remotely interested in Black Widow this is a great story to read I think there are three volumes out right now and it's still going strong so check it out uh, Heroes of the Week. Be it superhero, comic book wise, or otherwise. I remembered. And then you forgot? No, I didn't forget. I, I'm still struggling. Okay. Having uh, a tough time with this. I'll go first. I'm going to say it was Laura's mom this week was my hero of the week because she sent us an email that I never got or I never paid attention to that the local car dealership was having a 60th anniversary. They're like, hey, we're giving away 60 free prizes, including a free car. 
now, oh, unfortunately. I up for that, too. Unfortunately, I did not win the car. You had to be present to win any of the prizes. Oh, I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't. Uh, <laughs> it was a long day. They had, like, 4,000 entries, and I would guess, at best, they had 1,500 people there. So when they're so rattling off half the people. when they're rattling off prizes, I want to say that through five people that won the car before someone was actually there to really? win the car. And you had those terms you had to be present to win the actual prizes. Uh, so when they did the other fifty nine prizes, about thirty of them were like, "All right, we're going multiple names. Just be loud, be fast if we call your name." Because we're like, "All right, Jared, Laura, Alex." Like real quick, like. I mean, this is the full name, too. Okay, I was going to say, that sucks. <laughs> no, yeah, they did the full name, but, like... I'd be like, it might be me. <laughs> right. No, they did the full name, but, like, hey, you get, like, a one second. Have your people around you cheer, because otherwise, we're moving on, because this is supposed to be done at 7. It's almost 7.30. We're still going through names. Hurry up. Well, they shouldn't have put that stuff in fine print, because I never saw anything... Oh, see, in the email, it specifically said that see, you had to be I, present. I saw... So I saw it online and signed up online, I thought. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just saw the email. What they should have done Somebody is shared on Facebook or something. I don't remember. What they should have done is they should have said, "Hey, sign up once you get there," instead of sign up online. Like, yeah, you should have been. Hey, as soon as you get here, we'll have a person taking tickets or whatever. Write your name. We'll contact you if you win. Yeah, or, or, or a call QR your, or call code your name. or something or that you could go there and scan only it only while your phone. you're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not well, a everybody can sign up for it. Then because our neighbor could have won one of the prizes, but he wasn't there. Uh, but I was there, and I did win a prize. Yay. Woo, I won one of 60. I won, it was a ratchet set and a car cleaning kit. Oh, nice. Which I find ironic because you have, like, free lifetime car washes, and then they give you a car wash kit, too. Well, I mean, <laughs> the car wash is just the automated thing. There's no, like, waxing or, like, actual buffing. So if you actually care, it's not great for that. If you just need a quick rinse, it's good for that. Okay. Yeah. I never do either. I want a prize, and I want to thank your mom for sending us the email. I was like, hey, Laura's going to be at work. I got nothing going on. Sure. Thanks, mom. And they said they had food trucks there, which they did. So I was like, that's the real reason I went there. Like, okay, chances are I'll probably lose. I won't probably own anything, but there's food trucks. I normally can't go to food truck rallies because I work. This one I can go to. So that's why I went. That's your win. Very nice. So that is my hero of the week. Laura, who is your hero of the week, comic book or otherwise? I think Peter should be my hero because he helped us save a little kitten. So he was he was my alternate choice. I was thinking also <laughs> Peter yeah, Barker. I, I wonder where you're going. Our doggo. Yep. Uh, you were yeah. playing Pokemon Go. Well, technically, I guess first I was walking Peter because that's the nice thing to do for a dog, and we just happened to take our route past the Pokestop just that's happened. somewhat nearby. Yeah, and so I got my streak for the day on that game, and I'm. I'm holding the leash and trying to throw my my Pokeballs and catch all the creatures. And Peter starts barking and I'm like, they're not real. Hang on. And he's like, yes, it is. And I looked up. I'm like, oh, there's this tiny little fluff ball like in the mulch in the landscaping next to the church that we go to for Pogo. And I'm like, oh, no, you had to find a kitten. And it looked like looked a little beat up, and it looked like it shouldn't be alone. So I took him home somewhat quickly, which he didn't like. And I tried to get in our golf cart, but it wasn't charged. So I hopped in the car, and we went back. Well, I went back. I left Peter here. I wasn't sure how the cat would react after, like, he was kind of screeching at it. Like, what are you? Are you my friend? Are you a toy? Can I eat you? Like, Peter asks lots of questions about this cat. Very loud questions, too. He's not a quiet dog. 
But yeah, so I tossed that, well, I guess, gently placed that cat in the car. <laughs> I hopped in, and the song playing was Jet by Paul McCartney. So I'm like, oh, I guess that's your name, cat. You're going to be Jet now. Came home and kept it, like, cleaned it up a little bit, took it to the vet the next day, got it some medicine for a respiratory infection, and checked it for feline leukemia, and we're going to get it fixed up and maybe post it on Facebook. We'll see if... Chances are we have a new cat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll see how Inkblot keeps doing. She is very upset. Inkblot is not a happy Yeah, but she cat. was upset when we got Peter, too, so she'll warm not up to it. quite this upset, I don't think. She'll warm up she, to it eventually. She's very spazzy she's right now, too, so it's yeah. like, oh, I'm setting my ways even more, you know. She'll be fine. Yeah. He, she'll eat him. You you named him, so chances are we're keeping him now. No, so. someone else just has to keep that name. Maybe. Like we did no, with I'm saying, Cookie. I'm saying, like, I'm attached <laughs> is what I'm getting at at this point. Well, that's your fault. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, I mean, by your logic, it is my fault because I was the one that wanted Peter and mm-hmm. transited properties eventually. It's my fault. But however, you were the one that brought him home initially. So I'm, it needed medical attention. It's true. It couldn't breathe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Peter is our hero for getting another little brother for him. So he's not the littlest brother anymore, he's the middle dog. Uh, Jared, who is your hero of the week? We bought as much time as we could. I'm going to go with Captain America and Bucky because that was a heck of a good story. It's been a long <laughs> podcast episode. We were worried about going short. We're fine on time. <laughs> yay. Uh, but I help pick good topics. Yay. And we tangented enough as well. Uh, Sorry, folks. Hopefully you enjoy our tangents. Hopefully it's entertaining enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, I want to say thanks for listening because I we still need to listen to the, or watch this week's Obi Wan and Ms. Marvel and maybe Stranger Things. But I doubt there's enough time for that one. Also, but we have a lot of TV to watch tonight. Jared still has to drive home. It's still stupid hot outside. <sighs> Ohio, either stupid hot or stupid cold. That's pretty much how it goes. Yeah, uh, rain in between and a little bit of rain in between. <laughs> Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week again with uh, Lady Mechanica or Mechanica or uh, I'm going to say Lady Mechanica is the name. Yeah. We will we will reveal our secret topic at that time. Yes, we are not going to pick a topic the week of that at all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back next week, barring any complications, and we'll see you all next time. Unless they come sooner to the shop. I mean, hopefully.